All right, y'all. It's 9.30. We back in the building with the live. Stepped away for a little bit as God instructed because I do what it is that God tells me to do. Amen. But now I'm back. I'm here with y'all. I'm ready to go. And this is such a good topic today. I hope somebody watches it and they get free because it's real deal. I miss y'all. I miss talking to y'all. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started. My name is Jennifer. In case you didn't know, um, I am a happy prisoner of Jesus Christ. So in this series, this series is called God's Masterpiece, A Work in Progress. And it's God's Masterpiece because there was a period of time, y'all, where God just had to work on me. God had to go to work on me and deal with hmm, some of the issues that I just had. You know, this one on thought process was so important because I was at a time where I just didn't know I didn't know what was me. I didn't know what was other people. I didn't know what was spiritual warfare. I didn't know what was even mental illness. Like what's what? Sometimes we're just looking up stuff. We're going with our own thoughts and the enemy's all in our thoughts. And we could be completely off track spending hundreds of dollars in an area that ain't even impacting you negatively. See, we need God to be able to explain to us what's what, and then give us strategy on how to be able to deal with it. And when it came to my thoughts, y'all, he did it for me. Oh, it was so good and how he did it for me. So I'm going to go through the process that the Lord went through with me. And I'm also going to share some scripture. Okay. We're going to get into the word because everything I say is based in scripture. Yeah. We want to be spirit led. <laughs> we want to be guided by the word. So let's get into it. So the Lord, like I said, had me focus on my thought life. And when he started, this is how we started, y'all. He said, take off the earphones. Get your head up from the phone. Get your head up from the computer. Start paying attention to your environment. Pay attention to what it is that you're hearing, what it is that you're seeing, what it is that you're feeling. Yeah. See, there's an aroma in the air. What is that? See, you're not prepared to deal with what's coming at you because you haven't even been paying attention. And y'all, this is so good because when you start paying attention to your environment, you start paying attention to the people and how they're behaving. And you're able to deal with that individual when you come in contact with them and when you engage them because you've been observing them, you've been sensing them, right? You're ready for them to come to you. You're not so distracted with something else that when they come into your presence, now they're a distraction and you don't even have time to be able to deal with them because now they're interrupting you. You're just ready 
to receive and you're able to be more present with them. But see, we have our head just tucked down so far that we're not paying attention to what's going on around us. And the devil is just able to move so freely in our homes and so freely on our jobs and so freely in our churches and in areas around us. Why? Because we're not paying attention. We're so distracted. So he started with having me simply to look up. Yeah. See, there was a point in time where I wanted to start meditation. This is back in the day when I was dabbling in some new age stuff because I was like, oh, okay, you know, they're talking a little true. No, don't do it. Don't do it. I was trying so hard, y'all, to meditate and empty my mind. I was so stressed out because I couldn't do it. Thank goodness the Lord entered in and was like, I understand what you want to do, but that's not how I want you to do it. He said, if you want to accomplish the goal that you want to accomplish, I want you to just sit, drink tea. Don't get on your phone. Don't get on the computer. Don't get distracted. Just sit with it and pay attention to your thoughts. Yeah. And deal with them. When you get in your car, turn off the music. Deal with your thoughts. Deal with yourself. When you get ready to go to bed, don't go to bed with anything on. You need to pay attention to your thoughts and what's going on. You see, we don't spend enough time with white space just to be able to observe our thoughts, just to be able to pay attention to what's happening. What's going on? What am I thinking about? See, if we don't give ourselves time to be able to allow whatever's in our hearts to be able to come up to our minds so that we can actually process those things and invite the Lord in to help us navigate them and to give a strategy on them. How could we ever overcome these things that we're feeling in our life? How could we ever get through and navigate situations when we haven't dealt with it and processed it? So the Lord was like, I just need you to start paying attention to your thoughts. Right. So it's making space, making room so that you can hear your thoughts, so that you're paying attention to your environment. So you're in tune with what's going on in you and around you instead of what is in this world, which you're being fed by, by the computer, by the phone by all these things. So how many of y'all just walk around with headphones on, not even thinking about it? You see, I thought it was good because I'm like, I'm listening to sermons. I'm listening to gospel music. I'm doing all these things. I'm like, oh, I'm solid. God had to get on me with that too. He said, you're going to sleep with my word, Jennifer. You, you, My word ain't entertainment. <laughs> yeah, my word is meant to do something. It don't go out and return void. Yeah, you need to stop that. So I said, okay, God. But you see how many of y'all are just in all day with y'all headphones on, with your head in a computer, with your head into a phone. This disconnects you from life occurring around you, life occurring within you. Yeah, it disconnects you from your family, from your friends. It's the devil that wants you just locked in to the computer, locked into the phone, not paying attention. So God helped me do that. And I was able to see like with my head into my computer, with my head, with my earphones on, 
whenever I would get triggered by somebody, by something, it would throw me off because I wasn't even paying attention, y'all. When I actually started to pay attention to my thoughts, y'all, I was, I scared myself. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie, y'all. The thoughts were so negative and so dark. Think about how some of y'all go through y'all house all day, right? And it's like, you get frustrated, you get upset because, you know, uh, things didn't happen your way or things may not be set up the way how you want it to be set up. And you're just this negative stream of thoughts are just pouring in. The thought train has taken off and you don't climb the board, baby, and you go it. You don't realize until you pay attention, like, gosh, my thoughts are really negative. They're really dark. You're saying, I can't stand. I hate when they, why they, and it's just building and building and building all day. And sometimes you're on your jobs and you're thinking about, I can't stand the boss. I here she come, you know, this and that. Think about it. When you have that built up inside of you, nobody can stand a chance against that right? They they just can't. If you're thinking these negative thoughts about your wife all day long, when she come into your presence, you don't got hate built up so much. She can't do no right. She say, hello, how you doing? And you like, why you want to know how I'm doing? <laughs> you like, what you want? What you, you trying to be nice to me? What you trying to, cause you got this hate build up inside of you. Do you see what I'm saying? You got to be careful with that because if you're waking up and you're thinking about these negative thoughts about your job, you hate it, you can't stand it. You sit in the parking lot for like five, 10 minutes before you get into the job because you like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to be there. <laughs> I don't want to go into this job. God, I need all your help. These people get on my nerve. You just ruminating on all the negative, on all the bad stuff. What's going to happen when you get into your job? The people don't stand a chance. The job don't stand a chance because you've already built up so much hate and negativity within you that you've already set up the expectation for it to be bad, for you to have a bad experience with this individual, with this specific place that you're at, even in your homes, your, your churches, your ministries, wherever it's at. You've already set it up in a bad place. And you don't realize when you're walking in with that inside of you, how you are contributing, right? To making that place a negative place to where you're making it conducive to it being a negative, bad place. You don't realize your work in it. You walking around, uh, <laughs> side-eyeing people all day, not even giving people a chance. <laughs> You walk in the building like, oh gosh, I'm here, but I'm not here. That's what you're telling people. What do you think your experience is going to be like when you're waking up in your home and you're cleaning? You got the angry clean going on because you're mad because people aren't helping and people are doing this and you're just building up all this negativity and hate. What do you think is going to happen when somebody comes into your space in your home? Are you going to be able to receive them with love? Are you a safe place for them? No. <laughs> They even know, hey, no, she's in there cleaning up and she don't look happy. So I'm going to just stay away from her. <laughs> right. But you realize how much all of that negativity is building up in you and how it actually impacts your environment. 
Y'all got to catch this because this is how the devil uses you as an instrument of sin. And we're going to get into it. Y'all, this is my favorite topic to talk about, by the way. We're about to get into it. This is how the devil uses you as an instrument of sin. And I'm going to break it on down. Here we go. All right. So your thoughts, your thoughts that you grab hold of that become strongholds, thoughts that your soul defends tooth and nail, they begin to stir up emotions that you can feel in your flesh. You can feel it in your skin. You ever get angry and you start feeling you get hot, <laughs> you get irritable, you kind of get like, ah, you can feel the tension within. And once when you can feel it on your skin, y'all, it's in the body and it's not long before the body acts on it. And that's how the devil uses you as an instrument of sin. You got to get it because it starts with your thoughts. It starts with your thoughts. That's why we got to move into scripture. Second Corinthians 10, 5. We have to do what, y'all? We have to demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. We got to pay attention to these thoughts. And we got to take a minute and make sure that we're holding them captive to Christ. Now, what does that actually look like? I'm going to tell you. Philippians 4, 8. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever thing, think on these things that are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think of these things. I want you to hear that. What's true, what's honest, what's just, what's pure, what's lovely, what's of good report, what's of virtue, what's of praise, what's praiseworthy. Yeah, so we're going to hold these thoughts captive. We're going to evaluate these thoughts as they're coming in. Are they of this way? Are they of good nature? Are they wholesome? If they are not, then what do we need to do? We need to resist those thoughts so they will flee. Y'all, I want to tell you, you got to pay attention to what you're thinking negatively about. Yeah, it is not normal to wake up and the first thing you're thinking about is a negative, hateful thought toward your spouse, toward your friend, toward your coworker, toward your church, towards your job, to just wake up and within minutes, you like, ugh, rehashing arguments. It's just the hate that's building. It is not normal to go to bed like that. It's not normal to consistently think about them all day long or to think about it all day long. I want you to pay attention to where your negative thoughts are going. Here's why I want you to pay attention to them because your negative thoughts mm, that you keep harping on, the devil knows if you ever get on one accord with that thing. Yeah. If you ever come into agreement with that one person, 
if you ever get on the same page and y'all could move in the same direction with one another, he knows it's going to be trouble for the kingdom of darkness. Yeah, he know he going to have an issue. So he's trying to keep y'all distant. He's trying to keep y'all separated. He's trying to place discord within y'all, right? One of the things the Lord hates, divisiveness. If he can pitch you against that other person, if he can pitch you against that thing, that job, that ministry, if he can pitch you against it, you'll never come with it and move with that thing. You'll run away from it. Or there'll just be nothing but trouble to where y'all can't be effective. That is the key. Who is it? Who is it that's on your mind all the time that you constantly thinking negative about? Who is it? What is it that's on your heart that you always thinking negative about? You got to ask yourself why. It ain't normal, y'all. <laughs> To just constantly think hateful thoughts towards that thing. I need you to understand if I told you right now, and I am, that it is Satan. Would you be like, that makes sense? <laughs> yeah, because it's all the time. It's constant. You see, here's what you have to do. Because you got to have strategy for this. And y'all, I went to God and God gave me strategy on this. When I started to see my negative thoughts, I was like, oh God, I need all your help. <laughs> Actually, I just need a touch of his little finger, right? That's all I need. You have to interrupt the thought process. If you don't have time, you just have to say, no, I resist this thought. It must flee. If you have time, I have a prayer I want you to say, and it's super short, but it's just enough time to be able to stop the thought process, to be able to interrupt it, to provide resistance. And it goes like this, this thought or emotion. So if it's anger, if it's sadness, if it's rejection, if it's hate, this hate does not serve me. This anger does not serve me. This sadness does not serve me or the purpose you have for me. I cast it over to you. The battle is not mine. It's yours. And I trust you with it. You see, if you got enough time and you realize that that, that negative thought stream is happening and you say that it's enough time to interrupt it and shift your focus onto something else. So how do you shift your focus on something else? Try to see the good in it. Focus on the good things. Philippians 4.8. What's pure about the thing? What's noble about the thing? What's good about the thing? And focus on those things. Y'all, I did this and it took practice, y'all, because I didn't realize how dark and how hateful my thoughts were. And they kept coming up in my language too. I kept speaking negativity. I kept speaking. Hey, I was always complaining. So it took a while for me to overturn it. I just had to keep on. And I felt like the more I did it, the more aggressive they were. It was like Satan just went full on and was like, okay, you want to fight back? Let's go. And I had to keep just leaning into it. And I got to a point, y'all, where I was just crying out to God. I'm like, I need help 
my thoughts are so dark and they just keep coming, you know, and I just kept doing that. And after a while, y'all, I saw the shift happen. Oh, so beautiful. I saw the actual shift take place in which I started to get peace. I wasn't thinking negative anymore. See, even when I went on my runs, I wouldn't have music on because I wanted to pay attention to my thoughts. And then one day, y'all, I went out running and I heard nothing. It was just quiet. I had to start talking to the Lord. Resist the devil and he will flee, y'all. Oh, it's like the devil gave up. He was like, all right, <laughs> you're really serious about this. You're resisting. I have no choice but to go away. That's the word. So the more I did this, what I was able to see with this, y'all, is that when I got peace, whenever someone would come into my presence, I was able to put the focus on them. And I was able to see, ooh, their negative speech, their negative conduct, because the Lord was cleaning me up. He was working with me. So then I was able to distinguish, oh, it's not just me. It's this individual. This is what they're bringing to me. They bring in hate and negativity to my doorstep, right? So then I was able to bring that over to God and ask God how to help me with it. And he did. He was able to identify. That's the Leviathan spirit. That's the Jezebel spirit. You need to bind and cast that thing off of them. So he helped me deal with spiritual warfare. He taught me it. I was looking up scripture. I was watching videos on it. I was learning. I got to bind and cast this stuff out. Devil's doing too much. Right? Oh, I love one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. It says, when talking about Judas at the Last Supper, when Jesus was like, it's one of y'all that's going to betray me. And Judas is like, is it I? How you don't know? But then the Bible tells us. And then Satan entered him. Yeah. Who is Satan entering around you? To keep you small, to keep you rejected, to keep you hurt. Yeah. So that you never live into the bigness that God has for you. You never become all that God has for you because he has people strategically in place to keep you small, to keep you down. And he's using them to do so. So what do you got to do? Right. We talked about the binding and casting out when you know specifically what it is. Right. But then we also understand in the natural, we got to create boundaries with people. Yeah. I got to create some distance. I got to create some space because that train is never late. Every single time, it's something sarcastic, it's something rude, it's something flip. It's you. <laughs> I ain't even said nothing. You walk on the job, you walk into the house, you walk in and you already talking crazy. I ain't even had a chance to open my mouth. I pick up the phone right away within two minutes. <laughs> there it is. I got to be able to see what that is. So I got to pull back a little bit. I got to create some distance. I got to be alert when I see y'all. I might have to even be silent, right? Because I got to maintain my peace and you keep pulling me out of my peace. So in the natural, I have to set boundaries with other people. Y'all, so we had some things that were me. We had some things that were definitely of the devil, that were spiritual attacks. We had also 
some things we got to do in a natural, <laughs> which is setting boundaries. But I want to tell y'all, I was thinking I had so many mental illnesses. Y'all, y'all looking at DSM-5. I bet you could find quite a few. <laughs> I'm not trying to say mental illness is real because it is. But for me, when I started inviting God in to be able to deal with me and to deal with my thought processes and be able to change my behaviors and be able to guard against these things that were coming to me, the peace came, the depression went away, the anger went away, the irritability went away, the frustration left me, the peace came in, the sleep came in, the stress went away. Because I allowed the Lord in my life to deal with me, to change me, y'all, to transform me. See, some of y'all are taking a whole table full of pills. I'm not telling you not to take your medication. Let's make this clear right now. I don't want you to be like, oh, I listened to Jennifer's live and, you know, she told me. <laughs> you stop all your, your life-saving medications and then you go jump off a cliff. You're going to be up there talking to Jesus and both of y'all going to be scratching your head. <laughs> I'm not telling you to do that. What I am telling you to do is you want to be real specific about what it is that's going on with you. You want to be specific about what's going on in your life and have strategy so you can deal with that thing specifically. And God knows. God knows what it is. God knows what the strategy is you need to implement to be able to effectively deal with that thing. You need to go to God and you need to let God in so God can reveal those things to you. Some of y'all don't think that God will work with you on that level. Psalms 37 says God is intimately concerned with the details, y'all, the details of your life. You don't think that he wants to sit and he wants to talk to you and he wants to help you navigate your life, your thoughts, the people around you, what's going on in your very soul. I want you to know he does. There is nothing that's too hard for God. Nothing that's too hard for God. So. Y'all, I gave my entire life to Jesus and it wasn't just about my thought process. This was only a part of it. There are so many things that he did. And I talked about a lot of this uh, in my previous episodes in which he helped me deal with many addictions. He released me from some. He delivered me from some. Oh, this is a total restoration that he did with me. And, do you know, God wants to do it with you, too. Yeah. So that's it, y'all. That's all I have for today. Um, what I pray is that your needs get met according to all of God's riches and glory. I pray that he fulfills the very desires of your heart. But most of all, I pray that you lose yourself in Jesus. If you're interested in life coaching, if you're interested in a Christian Bible study or a Christian book club, go ahead and shoot me an email and I will get back to you uh, as, as soon as possible. 
All right. Y'all take care and y'all have an amazing day. Y'all talk soon. Bye.